Okay, welcome back to the Cloudcast show, everybody. Today, we are talking about a very special topic regarding collaboration between teams in different zones. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cloudcast Show. This is Mario. And I am Guillermo. And in this podcast, we will discuss latest advances in cloud technologies, the world of DevOps, and software development hacks. All these to make your life easier. So if you're a technology expert, you own a business, you are an IT director, or just a regular geek guy, then you came into the right place. Okay, welcome back everybody to the Cloudcast Show. Here we are again recording podcasts for all the community that's looking for this. Uh, we've been a little a little bit uh, absent for this because we were attending some conferences on Mexico City, Miami, and Dallas. We did like a DevOps tour. <laughs> yeah, like a DevOps tour and all all the things that we're going to focus right now this year, 2020. So yes, here we are again, and today we're going to talk about a very special topic, which is, Mario, would you like to give it? We have five tips to have an effective collaboration with your nurture development team. That's right. Bam, bam. So pretty much that means how to collaborate between a team which is not on-site or as in your company, but is remote. So uh, first point, I think it is uh, implementing an agile methodology. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, first we need to find the methodology for us. We cannot just go there and pick up like the most trendy because maybe the trendy one is, is meant for, for bigger projects or bigger teams or bigger companies. So you need to find what is best for you and the one that it won't kill you in the process. Like, I don't know, Scrum or Kanban, we already discussed some, some of them. And yeah, I think that's the, that's the number, the topic number one, find the methodology that fits with you and your team. So pretty much what you are telling us is that you choose the style of how do you want to work, which could be either Waterfall or Scrum, an agile methodology, right? Yeah, like Scrum, I mean, I love it personally because it helps me to, to organize my team and my project and everything. And I'm also able to find like early issues on the project or the team is, is, is able to tell me that they have like a roadblockers on the on the process for, for the development. And Scrum is like a very, very helpful tool for me uh, to manage the, the activities and the, the all the components from the application or whatever project I'm working on. Awesome. Yeah, I always try to uh, fit or adjust myself and teams that I have managed to use Scrum. So yeah, I love Scrum also, so that's good. Okay. Um, the second tip that we're going to talk about now is communication. Yeah. Decide which communication uh, tools, channels, or... Yeah, like... What are you gonna use for instead of email or for example like email is something like something old, very ancient. And today nowadays we have something like Scrum. Yeah, that's right. But even even uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know what you meant. Yeah. yeah. So email, it's very uh, old school, let's say. But yeah. there are people that are still using it. Or let's say Skype. There's people also using Skype to coordinate their teams, even if they are using another tool for collaboration. Um, that's pretty much it. I think uh, you need to pay a specific attention to select the specific channels that you are going to use while communicating with your remote team. For example, if you decide that uh, you will need to do calls, so okay, you're going to use the phone or are you going to use uh, software 
that you can uh, have virtual meetings with them. Yeah, and like I said, something that matches with your with your team. For example, I was trying to convince a client to use Slack, and he was refusing because we were already using Skype, and they were like, "Why to bother implementing another tool like Slack or something if if we are already using Skype?" And I guess Slack wasn't for 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 this team specifically. But that doesn't mean it won't work for, for another project. That's right. Uh, Slack is a great uh, collaboration and communication tool, which uh, I think it fits to any team. It's just that uh, your team needs to be willing to use it. So um, there are other teams that are close to that. But yeah, Slack, it's great for communication, collaboration. And so so we had to talk about this in many other Uh, podcast that we have and blogs yeah and you also mentioned me personally like a few days ago that slack is also helpful for the systems what do you mean exactly with with that um i meant that for example you can you can use slack to communicate with uh, another engineer but you can also benefit from the features that slack offers you like okay. uh webhooks so you can communicate with other tools, for example, your monitoring system or even your uh, task tracking system or task manage management system that uh, sends alerts. So in case any, anyone has any progress on any task, you will be receiving a notification on a Slack. So right now at this, at this phase or at this 2020 that we are just kind of starting right now, everything or everybody is connected. So we can say that the tools should also be connected. So we can have increased visibility in any of the part of the process that we are doing. Okay, so we get to the time that everything has an integration and we have like a, like a globalized environment for the, not just for the, for the team, but for also for, for the application and for every, every topic or stakeholder that that is related to the project. That's right, yeah. It's for the engineering team, for the shareholders, for the CEOs or C-level executives to be aware of anything that's being done in their projects. Okay, cool. Okay, and now that we have a method of communication and we have a methodology for, for tracking the, the project itself, we need to start getting dirty on the, on the project. And just like Thanos did, We need to start breaking it into small particles, which in our case, hmm. we can call it as backlog of tasks or activities. What do you think? That's definitely right. I think if you divide the steps that you need to take to get to a certain goal, mm -hmm. it would be better since you will be achieving more progress okay. and you will also have time to celebrate because everybody not just want to work to achieve a goal intensely until X number of months, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to go in a certain pace that they can get things done in a certain period of time, but also have the, have the need to relax. So if you divide the project by doing small groups of tasks, we call those deliverables or sprints, mm -hmm. uh, you have a better percentage of success. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it may seem like a lot of work to do but once you have it it will help you as you said um, focus on on the progress and 
um, provide better estimations for the each specific um, activity or, or component of the application or the project and the president of the CEO or the or the top engineers in the company will be able to see the progress at a site and yeah I think that's something very very helpful for for you and for your team that's right yeah for pretty much any team that they, they need to know uh, what tasks are are being handled that week or that month or that certain days so that they can visualize uh, future work or enhancements to their products, services, whatever. And it is easy to troubleshoot a small activity rather than a bigger project. That's right, yeah. So next point that we have is having daily meetings or regular meetings. In this case, it's very beneficial for every team member. And I'm, okay. I'm not just talking for engineers. I'm talking about uh, all the executives also. I'm talking about the marketing team, the sales team in your, organiza in your organization. Uh, everybody, to everybody on the team that's involved into the process. Why would you say like daily meetings are so important? I mean, is there like a, like a key component that you will say like, you will get this doing daily meetings that you are missing already because you are not doing it? Yeah, I think that these daily meetings are, are very important because you are taking decisions based on data. Okay. And these data, or how can it be translated to actions, for example? Um, I mean, if somebody did X and not Y, well, you now know that there is something missing and you should be doing uh, C to get to a certain point. So you're taking your decisions based based on the data that you are receiving. And this constant feedback will make you achieve your goals. It's like uh, you will get instant feedback of the activities done the past day and also uh, getting reports on how sales are going, for example, and how can you can then plan on that same meeting what are you going to do. But these daily meetings should be 15 or 20 minutes long. Yeah. So that you can that you can receive all the status updates and also keep an eye on what's stopping the team or preventing the team to uh, getting progress. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, daily feedback is something very important in, on the process because we don't need to wait until I don't know five months later to solve a problem if there is any. We can we can attack it on the on the same day or in the same hour or everything. And so we can remove any stopper that the that the team might may be presenting instead of waiting one year later when when it's not viable, I mean. Yeah, and a very important thing that we need to take care on on this specific tip okay. that uh, there is the daily meetings is that please don't just hire a near short team and expect them to handle everything. I mean, if you are paying for that, of course they will handle that for you. But if you are the product owner or the product manager, project manager, whatever, uh, you should also provide feedback for them. I mean, if the product is going well, or if clients are enjoying it, if uh, there are issues, everything that the, the engineering team needs to know in order to make uh, new features or changes to the application, because changes are important, but Uh, we still, as a near-short team, need to track them 
and we need to figure out ways on how to perform them and so but please ask your team uh, don't be afraid of uh, not getting things done because of a change just uh, tell it schedule it or talk with the other project managers or share stakeholders in the project and probably your near short team will be able to, to perform yeah, i mean if you're not sure that the changes are going to affect or are going to be made do not assume like it's going to be made because we are not inside everybody's brain and we don't know what the team exactly is thinking about the project or the, the activities or that's right or, yeah yeah so communication is important and if you can have that regularly that's the key point here yeah sure and well the fifth point it's forget about micromanagement bam, bam. so does that mean? it's very important that once the project is planned and it's accepted you let your team develop it okay and i mean it it's that don't try to micromanage your team or engineers or project managers to perform specific tasks because at the end it will result in them having less time to develop and think and dedicate to your project and it will result very like bad. A mess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you you don't need to go there every minute to ask how the project is going because it will be like the same as a one minute ago. That's right. Like you, you need to leave the team to start doing the, their work. If you did like a very good planning uh, work estimation and We're planning on the backlog as well. Uh, you will be able to, to I mean, the team will be able to start development without micromanagement. That's right. That's what what I was going to say is that uh, instead of micromanagement, you you have all the plans, you have the sprints, you have the deadlines, and wait for that. And especially if you already established a very well process of communication and daily collaboration, you could. You could see how things progress along the way and change whenever you want. So uh, don't micromanage, let the plan flow and see how it becomes. Yeah, totally. To sum up, the five points are implement an agile methodology that you can follow very well. The second one is decide which communication and collaboration tools are you going to use. Be very specific which ones you decide and number three organize your project into a small group of activities tasks etc everything that will help you to with the project and number four yes or yes have daily meetings and number five forget, forget about, about micromanagement. micromanagement okay so i think this was every everything that for today please subscribe to our podcast youtube channel and social media channels that you can find us as click it tech Happy And holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you guys for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to it. And if you need more information, you can follow us on our website, clickitech.com or on social media, click it smart technologies. See you in the next episode.